Hello, and welcome to another episode of Norboard's Builder Insights Podcast. Builder Insights is your best source of information on new building techniques, materials, tools, and codes. Keep up to date with the latest developments as well as tips and tricks that will save you time and money on the job site. And now, Builder Insights. Hello, and welcome to Episode 4. How Windstorm Helps You to Seamlessly Meet Hurricane Wind Codes High wind events place an enormous amount of shear and uplift forces on a building. Now you can easily meet hurricane wind codes while eliminating or reducing the hardware expense of hurricane straps and the hassle of cutting blocking for horizontal joints with Windstorm taller wall panels. Not only will Windstorm help you to meet code, the taller OSB wall panels increase the efficacy of the building envelope by creating fewer seams, which reduces air leakage by up to 60%. We'll show you how Windstorm can create safer homes and reduce your construction costs, job site waste, and installation time. The following is a recorded conversation with David Lewis, Field Marketing Manager from Norboard, discussing why taller wall panels can help you to meet stringent wind codes and save you time and money while improving your building envelope. Hello, David. Uh, good afternoon. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Excellent, uh, David. For our listeners, I'd, I'd like to uh, uh, um, uh, I'd like to introduce you uh, and get you to uh, talk a little bit about your um, uh, you know your background. So, you're David Lewis uh, from Norboard, you are a, a field marketing manager. Uh, if you could just, uh, David, tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, sure. Well, I've pretty much been in Orlando, Florida all my life, and so my career as well as my education was here. I graduated in 80, 1983, University of Central Florida, with a degree in uh, civil engineering. Mm-hmm. Uh, my career started actually as a geotechnical engineer here in Florida, and then I've transferred over into doing materials engineering. Uh, from there, in 90, 1994, I left and went to APA. Uh, at that time, it was American Plywood Association. Now mm-hmm. it's called the Engineered Wood Association. And I was a field marketing rep uh, for them for 14 years. Uh, right, again, based right here in Orlando, Florida. Uh, covered mm-hmm. Florida and the southeast for APA. Okay. And then in 2007, I was offered a position with Norboard uh, as a field marketing manager and that's currently what uh, what I do and so your area uh, that you cover uh, David is is the southeast uh, correct uh, it was for a period when we were still down some personnel I was covering Florida Alabama uh, Florida Georgia Alabama and Mississippi uh, now that we've got a uh, representative in the Atlanta market, now I just I cover Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, as well as the coastal area of Georgia because I have background in in high wind framing design. Ah, uh, okay. So you so you got your hands full. It sounds. <laughs> yeah, well, we all do, you know. Uh, until we fu- get fully staffed back up, uh, mm. we'll uh, yeah we we all maintain a a pretty big territory. Oh, fantastic. David, uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about Windstorm, which is uh, your uh, wall sheathing product that you guys uh, developed a number of years ago for uh, for high wind and hurricane zones. Is that correct? Uh, that was That's correct. It was produced originally uh, and we promoted it in high wind regions. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and how does uh, Windstorm differ from uh, other Norboard panels that you guys sell? 
Well, there, there's some property differences between all the different panels, depending on what their use is, like the difference between wall sheathing and, say, floor sheathing. However, all of our panels, including Windstorm, are made to the same high-quality standards, uh, and APA does our grade marking for that quality control assurance. The, uh, the fact that uh, we are all APA panels, then again, the, there's really no structural difference between Windstorm uh, and our other products. The primary difference, of course, is it's longer. And okay. uh, so instead of just four by eight, we make longer wall sheathing with the, and our promotion is to put that panel in vertically. So, so you're so it's longer than even nines and tens? Uh, absolutely. Windstorm is actually produced in lengths from 97 and an eighth inches up to 145 and an eighth inches. And also, under certain circumstances, we're able to produce custom links for a perfect fit. Okay. And, and so, how uh, or why do taller panels help builders and framers uh, meet hurricane codes? You know, the the term hurricane code is kind of a misnomer. I mean, there is no true hurricane code. Mm. Pretty much in every region, in every state, has adopted uh, a building code, pre predominantly. Uh, the international building codes, I, the I codes they're called. So you have the international building code as well as the international residential code. If okay. your region, uh, say, such as Florida and also eastern Georgia, is in a region that's considered high wind, and that's determined by wind contour lines, then you build to the section of the code, and that would be the international building code that says, okay, here's how you design and construct your building to resist the wind loads. Uh, and then on the west coast, of course, and in other parts of the region, you have seismic loads. What Windstorm does is it allows a more cost-effective way to design and build a structure to resist the loads created by the wind. Uh, and we can do that. You have two types of loads on the structure, primary, which is shear and uplift. Mm -hmm. And with Windstorm, you can resist a combination of those loads. So it's a combined shear and uplift resistance versus just mm. shear loads for your typical 4x8 sheathing. And you were, you were mentioning earlier that uh, this panel, these panels are meant to be installed vertically. Correct. Instead of going horizontally on the panel, because and when you install a panel horizontally or vertically, but you have you you don't go from the bottom of the wall to the top of the wall. In other words, you're going to have a horizontal joint in that wall. Mm. In order for that wall to be to resist as much shear, which is what it's designed for, mm -hmm. then you have to put two by blocking at all of those joints. So even if you install a four by eight panel vertically. It, and it doesn't go to the top, then you're going to have a joint that in order to resist the same amount of shear, mm -hmm. then you have to add that blocking to provide the shear resistance. So the, the reason, David, that the panels are longer than traditional panels, so they even go beyond the nines and tens, is, is, to, is to do what? Uh, to, to lock the top and bottom plate? Correct. And also to span multiple floors. So if you've got a one-story building dependent on the, the wall height, and that when I say plate to plate, that's from your bottom plate to the top of your double top plate. If you've got a 9-foot or a 10-foot wall, which is becoming much more predominant you know, in today's construction versus even 10 years ago, mm -hmm. uh, then the, the 9-foot inch and an eighth uh, or the 8-foot inch and an eighth panels are the length then that will span that entire distance with no joints. 
Okay, and then by spanning the, that entire distance, what are we doing there? Uh, there's a your 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 con the continuous load path, I guess, right? Is what we're trying to make happen. That's correct. I mean, when you're that is what the building code says, and that's for your uplift load. Then you have to resist that load for you have to have a continuous load path from the point of that load, which is going to be your roof deck is where it starts, from the deck and that's your your roof sheathing it transfers into your roof framing and then that load transfers into your wall framing and then you can either use what's traditionally called you know your hurricane straps that connect the different components of the wall mm -hmm. roof framing to the top plate top plate to the stud and all the way down to the foundation whereas the use of windstorm allows effectively the sheathing to become that strap and it has it has and all the strength in the wall that it needs to resist that load. So you mentioned earlier that uh, uh, we talked a little bit about blocking. So when you you know installing panels horizontally, you're going to end up with all the, the the essentially the gaps that you have to block. So windstorm enables you to not have to do that. And w what else does it eliminate? Well, it, the, that's actually when you consider that I mean, that is really a big cost saving. So that's we don't want to just brush over that. That is probably okay. one of the primary cost savings in using. Uh, the full length panels is the elimination of that joint and the associated blocking then properly designed and engineered then you can also eliminate what's called the uh, the uplift uh, connectors the there's other connectors and metal connectors in wood frame that this does not eliminate and we don't want anyone to think that you know oh you're just going to eliminate all the rest of the metal in the building by using windstorm you're still going to have anchor bolts and what's called overturning connectors in the corners of the of the building but all of the stud to plate connectors uh pretty much can be eliminated by the use of windstorm i see okay and and therefore are you building a stronger wall you're built well? you're building a basically a, a com the wall has to build be built to the strength to resist the loads again whether okay. it's uplift or shear, whether you do it with windstorm or the traditional way, and which has been using the hurricane clips, but and then the the blocking, you're going to get effectively the same strength of wall, but you're going to be able to do it more cost effectively. You're going to build the wall for less money and provide the same wind resistance and the base the, the same strength of mm -hmm. shear wall. And I think you mentioned, uh, I, I, you know, a lot of the articles on the blog uh, mentioned that the savings can be up to a thousand dollars per house. Is that is that about is that accurate? That's that is accurate. And depending on the size of the house, the complexity that the engineer has put into the requirements for uh, the metal connectors and then the elimination of those, uh, it, that cost can vary. And depending on other framing factors, but yes, a thousand bucks a house is uh, has been a pretty uh, common uh, savings that we've heard from builders who have converted to using Windstorm. Now, you you mentioned engineer just a few seconds ago. Uh, why is it important to check with an engineer or architect when you're using Windstorm? Just to throw out very quickly, it is not necessary that you have an engineer to use windstorm, just so okay. that we, we understand that. However, in most of the high wind regions where windstorm is being used, most of the buildings anymore for the past 10 or 12 years are engineered. And when you are going to 
have a as a builder you want to think about converting over to windstorm it's important then to sit down with your not just your engineer or architect but your framer as well and sit down and talk about the concept of what we're going to do here the engineer has to provide in the building plans uh, the details for installing windstorm sheathing versus 4x8 with the associated blocking and connectors so that way the building department can take a look at those plans Mm -hmm. approve the plans and there is no code issues at all they just have to be aware of what you're doing uh, and then when the inspector comes onto the job site he'll say okay here's the details on the plan for the required you know, in this case lack of blocking on the in our shear walls yeah. and be uh, be okay with that so do they provide typically a nailing pattern as well ah, very good point David uh, yes they will also uh, the f the first line of defense I'll call it for for your wall sheathing in a wind in a wind zone area high wind area is it has to be your shear uh, resist the shear loading that's its primary job nothing else in the structure really resists that so you develop a nailing pattern from shear wall tables that says how what size nail and what the spacing of that those nails are around the perimeter of the sheathing and then if you're going to go to combine shear and uplift windstorm route then that engineer also includes that uplift load that has to be now resisted by the sheathing and it's really the connectors the number and the size of the fasteners that mm. truly resist that load and so based on the tables developed by APA then he goes simply goes to a table and say okay this is my shear resistance necessary this many nails and this is my uplift load I need this many additional nails to resist that uplift load Wow. Okay. So it's pretty complicated stuff. I mean, that's, I can't think that's why I was asking whether or not you needed to speak to an engineer cause, or an architect for that matter, because it, the, the nailing pattern is a, a, um, is a, is a very important piece, isn't it? And that is, the, uh, it's critical. And that is the reason why, and again, in most regions and most areas, states, uh, Florida is pretty much all engineered and most other high wind regions have definitely gone that route where uh, an engineer or an architect is involved with the structural portion. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now we're taking, so we're taking a panel, we're installing it vertically, we're locking the top and bottom plates. Uh, you know, we, we're, we're, we've got a nice continuous load path. We have no blocking. We have to worry about the, the cavities of the walls are nice and open then, aren't they? Yes, they are. So th does that make it easier for uh, for the install or for the framers to uh, uh, to conduct any uh, additional work that needs to be done in the walls? Well, actually, you get into the other trades. The framers are, you know, once they've installed their the framing package, including the windstorm wall sheathing, and now they've left the other trades, your electricians and your plumbers oh, right. and your insulation guys, you've left them a nice, clean wall cavity free of all this two-by blocking mm. uh, that they normally would have to work around. And so they can come in now and install the plumbing as well as you know, all the electrical panels and lines and outlets um, without having to worry about you know removing any of that blocking or cutting through it. Fantastic. Which, so... And, and so also, I guess now that you have uh, this nice clean wall and uh, without any uh, breaks in the wall on, on the horizontal, you're also reducing the air leakage in the building, aren't you? You certainly are. I mean, it was uh, it was pretty unique how we, Norboard, it was brought to our attention about the ability for Windstorm to create a more airtight uh, structure, a box, effectively, mm. uh, a 
apartment builder in uh, New Jersey had converted from typical 4x8 sheathing to windstorm, they did it to eliminate, specifically to eliminate the blocking and a lot of the metal connectors. Mm -hmm. They'd already built several buildings and this was also a lead project, so they were conducting the performing uh, blower door test on the structures and the individual buildings. Once they converted to windstorm, they immediately noticed an improvement in their blower door values. In other words, they were getting a more airtight structure. And the only change, the only difference had been the conversion to windstorm. And when we, Norboard, heard that, we kind of like scratched our head and went, you know, this is probably a good thing. (laughs) Uh, So we immediately had uh, some testing done on traditional type of framing and then windstorm type of framing, mm-hmm. and a noticeable difference of tested values uh, mm-hmm. showed how much more airtight the structure is using uh, panels. And it's it's definitely it's just eliminating those joints. Do you num- do you have a number on that, David? Is there a percentage of, of air leakage that you that you guys help prevent? It was up to 60% air air infiltration reduction. Up to 60%. Wow, that's very good. Well, it's becoming more important now because more and more of the states are in uh, increasing the rigidity of their uh, energy code as well as the enforcement of that energy code and a lot of it is being driven by the air tightness of the structure and more and more states are in uh, incorporating the fact that you must do a blower door test on every house built the states mm-hmm. are slowly going to that because of the pushback from builders but if it's not in your area now it's coming. And Florida will will implement the uh, re- requirement for blower doors next uh, July. Mm. Wow. Okay. Uh, my next question, David, is uh, is uh, regarding uh, raised heel trusses. Uh, are there any advantages to pairing windstorm with a raised heel truss? There's several advantages. The biggest advantage you get from going to the raised heel truss initially in, the, one of the reasons to consider it is because of the energy efficiency, raised heel or energy truss, it's called in some regions. What that allows is your attic insulation to continue full height or full thickness out to the edge of your wall, the exterior portion of your wall, over your top plate, mm-hmm. where traditional rafters or trusses basically come down and pinch that uh, insulation down as much as half or more, then you've really reduced the efficiency or the performance of that insulation at that region. It is so important that the energy code says if you use a raised heel truss that allows your insulation to go full height out to the over top of your double top plate, that let's say you, you're in a region that calls for R38 uh, attic insulation, you can reduce the entire attic insulation value down to R30 because it's that much more effective to have that full height insulation going out. So what the windstorm panel allows you to do using that raised heel truss then is to tie the entire structure together. By now your sheathing can go up over your top plate, extend all the way up into uh, your raised heel and in certain wind zone uh, regions, if with proper nailing, you can eliminate there uh, the hurricane clip that is normally connecting your roof framing to your wall framing or your oh. truss to your plate. So there's lots of little pieces that uh, that get eliminated, making the the framing component much more efficient. It is, and what what is really important, and one of the things that Norboard continually continues to push, is the how you're tying all of this framing implementation down to 
energy savings as well mm -hmm. and cost effective energy savings you're not really building more cost in the wall you're taking cost out of the construction mm -hmm. and out of the labor and material and you're building a more airtight box and with this all the structural resistance that, that is necessary in these high wind areas wow are these longer panels only for high wind zones david or could they be used in other markets as well that's a really good question, and the answer is absolutely they can, and not only can, they are. Uh, several years ago, when we recognized, you know, especially the the savings that you get from eliminating the blocking and the waste, so that if you're not having to cut and piece standard 4x8 sheathing to fit an 8- or 9-foot wall, uh, and so and even in non-wind areas that at the time didn't require blocking, you still could build faster. And now with the implementation of the blower door test, you're getting the addition of that tighter wall cavity. So we're seeing a significant increase in the use of our windstorm panels in, re in areas like Atlanta. Um, oh, wow. So in you know a nice big wood frame market that is a lot of the builders are recognizing the speed of construction, the savings of material, as well as the energy efficiency. And again, all cost effective. Huh. It so one last question I'm going to ask you, David, is uh, are there any tips or special applications around windows or doors? Uh, yeah, absolutely. There is. The, only when you're in, in a wind zone. So if we're into the non-wind market, like at Atlanta, for instance, there there are no special requirements because you're not designing a, a full, a, a wall to resist high wind shear or uplift loads. And that's where the... Uh, the framing around the openings is is more important not more important is important because of the additional loads in a high wind or hurricane zone that you're resisting what norboard did to when we started getting a lot of questions about that we went to uh, actually a structural engineering firm in central florida who promoted the use of windstorm and what we hired them to develop these uh, autocad types of drawings or details that uh, for these types of openings and as a basically a, a, a starting point for engineers or architects who wanted to can look at converting to this but had those same questions of well what do I do around openings well these details are what structural engineers are using in all over the high wind regions uh, to accommodate for those loads around the openings hmm. Is this information on the on the on your website, David? It certainly is. It is. It's available on the website. No cost, of course. Uh, and as well, these these CAD drawings, even though they were developed by Norboard for Windstorm, we chose not to lock them. In other words, an architect or engineer has the ability to to just drag and drop the detail, oh, and then he can manipulate. You know, the any difference in the change. You know, in the changes in the framing that he'd like to see to fit and modify it to his design, uh, mm -hmm. including the nail patterns. Uh, he has the ability to do that, at, again, with no, you know, just the use of the AutoCAD program. Perfect. Well, one, one of the things that we always do on uh, these podcasts, David, is we, uh, in the show notes, when, I put the po when we post the podcast on the website, we always put links to all of the information. So there's additional information on our blog about uh, Windstorm and, and other applications using Windstorm as well as we'll make sure to uh, to link up the uh, the CAD drawings uh, and any other any other useful information for anybody that wants to know or, or learn more about Windstorm. 
fantastic. I really appreciate your time today, David. Thank you for for uh, making the time to talk today, and uh, uh, hope you have a, a great day. You do the same. It's my pleasure. All right. Thanks very much. Take okay. care. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. That concludes this installment of Norboard's Builder Insights Podcast. You'll find more of the same great content on our blog, including show notes and links to additional information. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing, liking, and subscribing on iTunes. Thanks for listening.